I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, mamas. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, we're talking about what makes someone want to hire you? What makes you unique? What makes you stand out from all the other people who are doing the same thing that you're doing? And a lot of you spend time at the beginning of your business trying to capture and articulate that before you start showing up and making offers. And it really just serves to delay the amount of time that it takes for you to sign clients and make money. So what you think is that you have to figure those things out before you sign clients, and really it's stopping you from signing clients as quickly as you could. You kind of think that you need to know the full picture before you can put yourself out there, and it's the complete opposite. So you spend a lot of time journaling, working on your mindset, getting coached, getting feedback on your message, planning content instead of putting things out and seeing what happens. And it's through putting things out and seeing what happens that you really figure out what makes you unique and what makes you stand out. What you miss when you're doing it this way of waiting and trying to figure things out before you take action is that most of your business actually comes together as you build it. So my business has morphed and evolved so much since I started it in 2017. The things that have lingered, the things that have really stuck with me till now have been the things that I've found along the way, not any of the things that I started with. When I started my business, the first investment that I made was a logo. After spending several weeks of brainstorming a business name, I then spent several days deciding and then purchasing a logo. Then I created a website. And then I announced it on Facebook by posting my website with no explanation about what my business was. Hundreds of people clicked it and no one reached out to work with me. I designed a freebie called Perfectionism is Low-Key Ruining Your Life and How to Stop It. I thought this was very clever. (laughs) I even had like emojis and that kind of thing in the PDF, which I thought was very fancy. I designed two two two-week self-study courses with 14 worksheets and 14 audio recordings. One of them was to help you overcome your negative self-talk, and the other was to help you discover your values and your purpose in life. And then I also created an eight-week coaching program called Hashtag Adulting. I covered eight different areas of your life to feel better and create emotional well-being. 
I had worked as a life coach for several years before I started my own business, so the content in these things was really great. It was all based on what I did for years with my one-on-one clients that I had worked with in that other company. My websites and my graphics were good. All of it was really good. And I wrote tons of blog posts and I got many of them published on other websites and still... After all of this, months and months, no clients. I even ran Facebook ads to a free training and still got no clients. (laughs) There is a big misconception that I'm seeing in the world of online business. And that is what makes someone want to hire you. Misunderstanding what makes somebody want to hire you impacts the kind of investments you make with your time, money, and energy, and getting it wrong impacts the results that you get, the return on the investments that you get as well. So here's what people think creates clients, and maybe you could have guessed from my story what some of these things are. It's things like your website, your social media presence, branding, your pricing, the offer or program that you have, how legit you look, testimonials that you have, and running ads. But what actually creates clients is just one thing. The thing that makes people want to hire you is this their belief that you can help them. Whether they want a new website, copy for their sales page, their finances managed, a new brand to lose weight, to make more money, to improve their relationship, no matter what it is that they want, the only thing that they want to know to decide if they want to hire you is if you can help them. A potential client with rock-solid belief that you can help them does not need convincing. They don't need a flashy website from you. They don't need you to have worked with hundreds of other people. They don't need a pretty brand or for you to have professional photos. They don't need manipulative sales techniques or pushiness on a sales call. They don't need deadlines. They don't need psychological tricks and triggers to get them to buy, like ending your price with 97 or a list of bonuses totaling $12,497 or anything like that. They don't need their brain tricked into perceiving value. They will already know the value because the value is in getting help with their situation, whatever it might be, whatever you're offering. Good marketing that creates this belief in your client gives you the leeway to be less strong on the sales part. Creating clients who are already sold means that the selling is already done. So if you're one who struggles to convert, the discovery calls that you're getting, getting better at marketing so your ideal clients are already sold before they get on the call, knowing that you're the perfect person to help them, allows you to still sign lots of clients without getting that much better at selling. 
And good marketing isn't any of the flashy things I mentioned before, like programs, websites, brand, or any of that. Good marketing is marketing that is valuable to your ideal client, that creates belief in them that you can help them get what they want. Obviously, this comes from their thinking. So you might wonder, how can I impact someone else's thinking? I learned this from my mentor, Brooke Castillo. The best way for someone to know that you can help them is if you have already helped them. And you do this by putting value into the world. Value that is valuable to your ideal client that gives them results before they've even purchased from you is the way to create a client who is pre-sold. Here's what you absolutely need to know though. Value and content are not the same thing. All value is content in one way or another, but not all content is valuable. And your brain is what makes content valuable. So how do we create that? Because it's both a mindset and a set of actions. The mindset behind valuable content versus plain old regular content is this, believing you can help them. The belief that you are valuable and that you can help people, whether that's by building a website for them, running their social media, coaching them, or something else, it's essential that you believe you have value to bring to the world. You can't bring it if you don't believe you have it. You also need to believe that they want what you offer. That when you make the offer, people will respond to it. If you don't believe people want what you offer, your offer will not be compelling to them. Think about it. If you're expecting that nobody wants what you're offering, nobody's interested, nobody's going to sign up, this isn't going to work, can you imagine what kind of offer you're going to make? Versus if you know that they want it. When I promoted my last group program, 5K Foundation, a few months ago, I knew for sure that people wanted it. And I knew that more than 20 people wanted it. And I knew that because I decided to think that. It wasn't like I had 35 people messaging me all the time, asking for a group program, I just decided that there was going to be more than 20 people who wanted it. And so when I sold it, when I showed up, that's what I was thinking. I was assuming that people wanted it. I was focused on the idea that people wanted it. So when I sold it, they wanted it. I had a really good selling vibe. I really was focused on, of course you want this, instead of like, oh, do you want this? Maybe not. Nobody wants this. The energy is so different. The third belief that you need is believing you 
create your results, including the number of clients you sign. You have to believe that you are in control, that the actions you take, the energy you bring, the beliefs you hold are always creating the results you have and that you are powerful to create any result you set your mind to. These beliefs in practice look like being of service, not holding anything back, aiming to help someone get results in advance, spending time thinking about your ideal clients and getting into their brains. What do they struggle with? What do they not know? What's standing in the way of what they want? Why do they want that? Why is it simpler than they think to get what they want? I spend a lot of time asking myself questions about my ideal clients and what's going on with them. And this is something that I help all of my clients with as well. So my one-on-one clients, I really walk them through creating content, um, coming up with topics. I ask them really good questions and have them brainstorm. And then in Mama to CEO, I have given all of those prompts, all of those tools, all of those techniques in the workbook and in the trainings, and I do extra coaching on it. I really think it's important for you to deeply understand your ideal clients. It is the difference between just throwing some content out there, maybe sharing quotes or that kind of thing versus writing highly targeted content that has them thinking that you are reading their mind. I know that you've seen that before. You've seen content where you're like, that is so me and you feel so seen and you feel so understood When your ideal clients receive content like that, value like that from you, they will automatically know that you can help them because if you can explain their situation and what they're going through in such a way that makes them feel so understood and so seen, they will know that you have the solution and the answer for them. This also looks like not just checking it off your to-do list to get something out there. I know that a lot of us can fall into that trap, but you actually have to put intention into it and going for quality instead of quantity. So my life coach recently was talking to me about this and she was like, if you have a Facebook live scheduled and you are not in the right energy, cancel it. I was kind of mind blown by this. I kind of disagreed. (laughs) I have always had this thought that we have to follow through on our commitments and all of that. And this really stretched my thoughts about that. But then I tried it recently. I postponed a live until later in the day when I was really feeling it. And it was probably my best live ever. I had so much energy. It was so valuable. I came up with even more great content to put in it. I'm not saying that you should always postpone all the plans that you have. That could really mess up your calendar. But I want you to know that the quality of what you put out matters most 
And the quality comes from your intention. So while a lot of you may be tempted to just wait for inspiration or motivation to hit you, what you need to do is to really be in tune with yourself. And if the motivation or inspiration or energy is not there, create it in yourself. So not just wait for it to show back up, create it in yourself from your thinking. This also looks like not holding things back and worrying about giving too much. So I was cleaning out my office this past weekend and I found some notes from a conference that I visited a couple of years ago now, probably. And one of the things in there was advice on knowing what should be free and what should be paid. And there was this whole analogy and I had all these detailed notes from it. And I just thought, no, (laughs) this is not right. I have always had this approach that you can't give too much. And I really put it to the test. And while I do think that there is a line here, to be fair, I think that more people, when they're focused on giving too much, end up giving too little. And when you don't believe that there is a too much, you end up giving the right amount. So it's not that there's truly no too much. It's just when you're afraid of too much that you tend to be a little too stingy with the value that you're putting out and it ends up not helping your ideal clients that much. So I encourage you to think about it this way. The information that you provide to them is not going to be so much and so valuable that it's going to stop them from signing up with you. Okay. If the value that you put out is so much, they will want to sign up with you because the application of that information is why they will sign up with you either because you'll help them implement it. Like if you're a coach or a consultant, you will help them make that individual and personalized to them, help them follow through on it, or you're going to implement it for them. If you are the type of business that offers services. So showing up with abundance instead of lack and fear mentality is crucial. Next, being of service is where your mind should be versus being graspy for clients and money. This one is major. Graspiness is so obvious to your ideal clients. They aren't necessarily totally aware of why it feels weird to them but it just feels off and they're a no. I'm sure that you've had the experience of creating content from being of service and being inspired and sharing your story versus feeling that graspiness and impatience for making money. So I want you to just be really aware of what's going on inside yourself when you are creating content. This Focus within you of being of service versus being graspy really will make or break what you create. And what's interesting is that it could be the same content and the energy that it's created from, the energy that it's delivered from makes all the difference of if it 
attracts clients or not. And feeling graspy for clients and money repels clients and money. And feeling that you're of service attracts clients and money. So that's the mindset of value. Those are all the thoughts and um, perspectives that you really want to be cultivating in yourself over time to create more and more value. You want to be focused on high quality, high value content. You want to be thinking in the mind of your ideal client as much as possible. You want to be of service. You don't want to be holding anything back out of fear or scarcity. The action of value is pretty simple. It's this. This can happen both in free content that you're putting out consistently to as many ears and eyes as possible. This could be through your email list, your Facebook group, um, Instagram stories, your podcast, your blog, through your email opt-in freebie or something else. There are so many ways you really want to tailor it to your ideal client and how you shine best. This also can happen through conversations one-on-one. So this happens through networking. And when you're newer in your business and don't have a lot of free content or audience out there yet, and maybe you even haven't really nailed your niche or your message, this is the best way to bring value and sign clients in the shortest amount of time. This is something that I teach all of my clients to really maximize networking. I talk about content versus networking a lot in Mama to CEO. I have a whole training on how to do both and how to know how much time to spend on each one based on where you are in your business to maximize how much money you're making in the shortest amount of time. And while you might be tempted to think that the payoff from the consistent value you put out there is going to take time, the truth is that the payoff happens in an instant. The moment something clicks in the mind of your ideal client and they make the decision to reach out and talk to you right now. This can happen after a few comments in the thread of a Facebook group. Or it can happen after they've listened to a hundred episodes of your podcast. I have had clients convert in both of those situations. And the difference between the two of them was not time. In both cases, the decision happened in an instant. The moment that the ideal client knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that I could help them and they decided to reach out. Remember, you create clients and money in your business when you follow this equation. Value plus offers times consistency equals clients. Multiply this by more eyes and ears, and you get more clients. This equation is the only thing that you need to focus on in your business to make more money right now. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. 
There's you, and there's the consistent income you wanna make in your business, and I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.